0: It's Thursday the 27th of June and day seven at the African Cup of Nations 2019. Welcome to Egyptian Dream, our podcast about AFCON 2019 brought to you by the team here at Planet Sport Football Africa at Passion for Sport. I'm Liam Flint and coming up we'll be reviewing last night's matches involving Group A host Egypt as they took on DR Congo and the impressive Uganda went up against Zimbabwe who really needed a win to keep their hopes of progressing alive. Plus Group B saw some action with Group Toppers Nigeria taking on Guinea. Football Africa's very own producer Steve Vickers will be giving us his first impressions of the tournament from Egypt, where he's been now for the past week. we will also be voicing some of your comments about these early stages of the tournament. So thank you so much for sending in your thoughts and we'll do our best to give you a mention. But we start with last night's matches and whenever Egypt are involved, you know the whole of the country will be standing still to watch, especially after the Pharaohs saw off Zimbabwe in their opener. In game two, they faced DR Congo and guess who stood above the rest? Liverpool's Mo Salah, who assisted one and scored one as the host defeated the Leopards 2-0 and became the second team through to the last 16. This does mean, however, that DR Congo, on the other hand, are now officially eliminated after two defeats with just Zimbabwe left to play. Elsewhere, Uganda played out a one all draw with Zimbabwe and in Group B, Nigeria somewhat laboured to a 1-0 win over Guinea, but that's enough. That means that they also have booked to their place in the next round along with Egypt. Now, I'm very pleased to say that I'm joined by Solomon Azang-Ashoms. He's in Johannesburg and he's going to analyse these results for us. So then, Solomon, let's talk about yesterday's matches. Nigeria went into their game against Guinea top of Group B following their opening win against Burundi on Saturday. From what you've seen from their opening two games, both 1-0 wins, do you think the Super Eagles have a realistic chance of taking
1: the title this year? Well, Liam, I feel they still have a very good chance and uh, they're a very strong team, but at the same time, I feel they need to do a whole lot of homework when it comes to the attack of the Super Eagles. Though they collected the maximum six points from the two games that they played with 1-0 each. At the same time, I feel they need to get the attack working. We need to see players like Ahmed Moussa, uh coming to the fray, Alex Uobi. Uh, we need to see them, you know, getting the goals uh, and also Unoha who plays in the Danish league we need to see them getting the goals. The attackers need to be able to, you know, take the pressure off uh, the midfield and also uh, some of the defense. You know, the last game that they played, uh, we saw uh, how th- that goal came from Kenneth Omerua, the former Chelsea uh, player who plays in the Spanish La Liga right now. He got that 77-minute uh, winner for Nigeria. And for any team to have a realistic chance of really, really going all the way, playing very well in this tournament, they have to be able to make sure that they, they have their attack firing from all cylinders in every game. And that is very important. But I have not seen that when it comes to the Super Eagles. Odion Igalos caught the first goal in the, in the very first game in that 1-0, uh, defeat, uh, you know, of, uh, Burundi. But against Guinea, you know, you would expect that some of the, Senior players, uh, though the captain, uh, John Michelobie was missing, but at the same time, you would expect that they would attack us and the senior players really begin to see how we can, they can win with a two goal, three goal, you know, four goal, because this is the time that you need to really, uh, perfect the art of scoring. Just so when you get into the round of 16 quarter final, you're going to be able to win those games, even if it's one nil. But this is the time for you to be able to, to, to get that together. But I, I don't see the super eagles. Uh, there yet. I, I don't think the Super Eagles have really done that yet. And the the, the, the problem is sometimes as they progress through the tournament, obviously they've qualified to the round of 16, uh, the first team to do that. As you progress through the tournament, you want to be able to make sure the goals keep coming, not the goals keep drying up, because you're going to start facing opponents that are maybe stronger Uh, you know maybe totally different and you're looking at a one-off game it's not like the group stage where you would uh, mathematically calculate how much points you need to collect to be able to get to the next round. But in this case, you need to be able to make sure that you win within the 90 minutes or 120 minutes uh, because that is very important. So the Super Eagles need to be able to really, you know, in their last game against Madagascar, to be able to make sure that they use that, some sort of like a practice match, uh, take some risk and see how they can really attack and, and, and get some goals. And that would really help them to make to, 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 to get the confidence that they could they could score goals.
0: A good point, Solomon. You're right. Nigeria may be through, but they haven't clicked on the attacking front yet. We also had two matches in Group A. So let's start with host Egypt against the DRC. You said in the podcast earlier this week, Solomon, that you thought Egypt would win AFCOM. They would win the crown this year. Do you still think so after seeing yesterday's win and Mo Salah coming to form at the right time?
1: Yeah, Liam, I, I I still feel that Egypt is definitely for me one of the favorites. Not just the because by virtue of the fact that they're the host. Uh, you know, we saw their game against uh, the DRC. Obviously, a uh, great game for them, the host. They 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 played, you know, as the better team. Uh, they they came into this game. Remember, just a few hours, you know, after sending one of the, their players home for uh, for for some allegations. Uh, and uh, for, the, for a team that was 23 to not cut down to 22 and then go into a game hours later and to play the way that they, they played, uh, you know, with the whole distractions around them, I, I feel they, they that would really help them to establish themselves against stronger oppositions and against any sort of crisis that will come, uh, you know, as they go on. But it was good to see, uh, you know, uh, Mohamed Salah, uh, you know, getting that second goal uh, for Egypt. I feel Egypt, if Scott, three goals so far with a maximum of six points with one game to go uh, so far so i feel they 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 definitely a side that would go into uh, any game t- trying to get the maximum three points they they are beginning to show that you know they are an attacking side and defensively they haven't conceded any goal yet just like the super eagles which is a very good thing uh because for uh, the defense. It would give them a whole lot of confidence that they haven't conceded any goals yet, and they they they're more organized. They they know how to create, you know, great opportunities. And one of the key players for me so far in the Egyptian team is Traza uh, you know, who created that goal for Mohamed Salah, and I feel. Having key players like that who, remember he's caught in the, in the first game, and having key players like that who could score and also create opportunities is very, very vital uh, for a team that wants to go all the way and, and, and lift this trophy. And I feel Egypt is definitely on its way to getting there. They're going to have the home support. You know, they have Mohamed Salah. They have a team that is not really based on individuals, though Mohamed Salah is there. But we're beginning to see a team that is a strong unit not just depending on one on one player and that is what it takes and i feel that is really going to work in their favor as they progress through this tournament
0: yes it's all looking quite ominous for the pharaohs and trezegate in particular could be a potential player of the tournament who knows too early to tell at the minute now moving on to the other group a game on wednesday which saw uganda take on zimbabwe now uganda was so impressive in the first game against dr congo with that 2 nil win at the weekend Solomon, what more did we learn about the Cranes from Wednesday's 1-1 draw and also the Warriors of Zimbabwe who needed to avoid defeat at the very least to be in with a chance of progressing to the round of 16,
1: which they've just about done? Well, two great teams. I feel, uh, you know, the game between Uganda and Zimbabwe was very, very entertaining. Uganda started, uh, you know, as the better team, uh, but... Zimbabwe, you know, playing off-front with Knowledge Musona and Kamat Billiard uh, playing off-front and, and the flanks. They, they improve and control the game and, and they obviously they deserve to score on this court. Uh, you know, uh, that, that equalizer uh, through Kamat Billiard who plays for Kaza Chiefs in South Africa, who was the key player for me in this game. Uh, zimbabwe dominated the second half and it, and it was only because of an incredible miss uh uh from knowledge musona that they they they, they could they did not score to go uh to one up and uh, you know it was a game that zimbabwe should have won at uh, which would have been really good for them to you know to to win but but the person that the player that made the huge difference is the ugandan goalkeeper and captain and uh also sundowns uh, player who plays for South African club Sundowns, Dennis Onyango. Uh, he made outstanding saves later on to to deny uh, Zimbabwe the opportunity for them to go up. Uh, so it, it is definitely a result in some ways that sport team, Uganda it will be thinking that they are guaranteed a place in the last 16 with four points already. While Zimbabwe know that the defeat would have uh, seen them really struggle. But they have a chance. In their final game, they have to take on the DRC. They can get a win. That will be good enough. But what well, we... we 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 saw two teams again who uh the game was very entertaining. they were all out they both wanted to win uh, and I feel they both deserve to get a draw just so they can look at the next game and and strategize and knowing that you know a win or a draw uh, for either of the sides in the next game may just help them and uh it's it's sad that Zimbabwe couldn't you know couldn't win this game because the warriors uh would have you know really uh gotten a victory that would really boost them, and also a victory that they that they've been seeking for for so many years now a uh, victory in the afghan tournament and and they couldn't get that, but Uganda for me again, I'd said it before, and I'm saying it again. they're definitely a side that we have to watch out for they they are a balanced side, they are a side that is not so strong in individual performances, you know. Obviously, except the goalkeeper, but they are a side that is strong, they know what they want, they play as a unit, and they go all out to make sure that they get a very good result in each game. As always, thanks for your insight, Solomon. Yes, Zimbabwe are just
0: about still kicking and take it all into the last game against DR Congo, while Uganda are looking dangerous and seem to be progressing. Now it's time to check in on social media. And as always, thank you so much for getting in touch with us with your thoughts and your predictions for the tournament that lies ahead. Mamo Yagne in the Gambia says, I'm really enjoying Egyptian dream. I tip Senegal to win the AFCON, but the test for them is on Thursday against Algeria. Of course, that's a big game coming up today. That'll be a massive test for both Algeria and for Senegal. Dan Ogega in Kenya with a short but sweet message. He says, great package on Egyptian Dream as always. Kudos for the good job, guys. Thank you, Dan. Abdul Malik in the Gambia says, honestly, I'm impressed with the likes of Senegal, Cameroon, Nigeria, Algeria and Uganda. But most of all, Egypt are also good. There are more beautiful and entertaining matches to come. We sure hope so, Abdul. We're with you on that one. Nahum Baggioko, he's from Mali, living in Italy at the moment. Well, the player that impressed me is Abdullahi Diaby, the Malian captain. He's been a leader and opened the scoring with a perfect starting 4-1 win over Mauritania. Sankaru bamba in the Gambia. The player who's impressed me the most so far is Diata of Senegal for the goal he scored against Tanzania. It was a great goal. Sankari. you're right there. And to wrap it up, here is Alamami Fafana in the Gambia on what he's made of the tournament so far.
2: I don't see them the way they perform in their clubs and the way they are performing right now, none of them impress me, none of them like this Because Mana never played. So all the big players I see playing in Premier League and you and the others, I never see them the way they they put pressure in their teams, I never see those kind of attitudes in this African, so I just not play to impress me because the the way they perform is too poor for me. Even the same the team, all the teams we're expecting to play and to bring like, to score higher to like Egypt. look at their first games, they're just lucky. Look, this came here South Africa. You know, all of them, we expect much from them, but we are not seeing what we expect from them.
0: Great to hear your analysis, Alamami. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Now, remember, if you'd like to send your comments in any time on what you've been seeing at AFCON, or if you'd like to put a question to us here at Egyptian Dream, then do get in touch. You can drop us a message or a voice note on WhatsApp, and the number you need is plus four four 7 232 780. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Right, let's check in with Steve Vickers, producer of Planet Sport Football Africa, will be very familiar to a lot of you. Steve is currently based out in Egypt on the ground with all the hustle and bustle of the tournament going on around him. Steve, you've been in country for around a week now. You've seen some great drama on the pitch already. Can you just give us your first impressions of AFCON?
3: Well, I've been here for a week now, so let me give you my impressions so far. Uh, First and foremost, people are very, very friendly here in Egypt. Uh, There can be a bit of a communication barrier if you don't speak Arabic, like myself. Uh, Quite a few people do know a bit of English, but if they don't, they'll still give you a warm smile and uh, communicate the best that they can. Uh, Then, uh, secondly, very, very densely populated uh, Cairo and Alexandria, where I am. Uh, So all around me here, from my hotel balcony that are tall, tall tower blocks, some of them 20 stories high or even higher. Uh, about 5 million people live in Alexandria. Uh, the roads are pretty crazy. The roads themselves are good, but the traffic is absolutely crazy. And this sound that you can hear now is pretty much 24 hours. Uh, people do stay up extremely late here. The roads are always busy, whatever time of day or night it is. Uh, I remember that uh, when I came back from the game on Saturday night at the Alexandria Stadium. It was 1.30 in the morning. Uh, The roads were very, very congested and uh, then popped into the food court that is uh, close by the hotel at 1.30 in the morning. And it was absolutely packed uh, with people enjoying themselves, including small children who were still up at that hour. So a lot happens at night here, uh, largely because
0: of the extreme heat. Thanks, Steve. I'm sure you're enjoying the dry heat and the party atmosphere as well. Now, a couple of days ago, Steve asked you a bit of a question. He asked you to work out who this African footballer was. In case you missed it at the time, here was his challenge and the clues for you to work from. Here's the clip. Okay, here's
3: a question for you then. So, who am I talking about here? He's a former English Premier League player. Indeed, he used to play for Chelsea. He's currently without a club and he's bounced back to his national team here as captain. So, who am I talking about? Former English Premier League player. He played for Chelsea. Uh, Currently, though, he's unattached and he's bounced back to his national team as captain.
0: So, who's that? Now, it's time for me to finally give you an answer. I'm sure you've been waiting for a long time for this. And of course, the correct answer was it was Super Eagles legend John Obi McKell, who, of course, played for Chelsea for all those years and is now back with the national team. Well done to all of those who answered correctly, the likes of Nahum Baguyoko and Andrew in Ireland. Well done to you and all the rest of you who managed to guess that one. Well done. Well, we're out of time for today. Some great games for you to look forward to today with Senegal taking on Algeria and Kenya versus Tanzania in Group C. Tasty games, to say the least. Plus, there's an early kickoff in Group B with Madagascar taking on Burundi. So do enjoy those. Let us know what you think once the final whistle has been blown. Now, remember, if you'd like to send in your comments on what you're enjoying about the tournament, then get in touch with us. You can drop us a message or voice note on WhatsApp. And that number, once again, is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two. Seven eight zero. So a massive thanks to Solomon Isanga Shoms in Johannesburg and Steve Vickers out in Egypt. And tomorrow we'll be joined by reporter Ida Waringa in Nairobi. We'll be reviewing all of today's games that we've just mentioned, alongside, of course, your thoughts and comments. Now, don't forget, we'll be heading out to Cairo ourselves this weekend, where myself and reporter Tom Ellis will be producing daily features and keeping you up to date with all the best action from AFCON 2019. So until then, I'm Liam Flint, and you've been listening to Egyptian Dream from Planet Sport Football Africa, which is a production of Passion for Sport.